Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Dadnamic, a podcast where a couple of guys get together and pretty much just talk about their feelings, I know, feelings. Um, joined today with me, I have the heavyweight <laughs> heavyweight the heavyweight hitter that we have is Kieran with us today say hello Kieran hello Kieran and to my right we have the man that is on all of your <laughs> there's all all of your perfume bottles <laughs> and they pay him royalties still Mr Paul Smith Say Hello, thank you very much for that wonderful introduction that I received yeah. absolutely no he, money from. He got a lovely introduction. I got the fact. You're the heavyweight hitter. Uh, he's our, he's the leader of our forward line. If Brad was here, he's our mid he's our uh, midfield maestro. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, he's there, he's there or thereabouts. And what about uh, Nath? We can't forget. Oh, no, Nathan, 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 Nathan's between the sticks. Yeah, um, Nathan, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> fingers. Yeah, fingers. <laughs> will reach he will pluck that ball out of the sky. Personal experience as well. Curled the shot top corner, and what I brought him to do. He was then against me and plucked it right out of the top corner <laughs> with one finger. That's when you. That, that that's when something truly just plays against you. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It really does. So, definition of irony, I think that's called. So we we get together. We we, we sit down and we talk things out over this podcast um, to try and talk about the the world and put things to rights and and kind of just understand our feelings. Dig <laughs> <laughs> flip. <laughs> And Paul's just flicked Kieran in the genitals. Uh, <laughs> Good to be here that. again. I yeah. we just sat there. And well, where do you want me to put them? <laughs> on, the sh- on the shelf with Luke's. <laughs> Glossing over all of these points, because somebody needs to take some form of control here. Um, we're just going to talk oh. about uh, today um, various different topics. So starting off today with uh, mental health um, and various different mental health issues and how it's diagnosed and to be honest with you from experience uh from family members and things like that um i want to talk to you guys basically about uh where you go to get help um so for instance i've had family members who come to me and they've turned around and said uh, i went to the doctor today um and it's not start of a joke um <laughs> where they went to the doctor basically turned around and said, I feel sad. Um, and that's the start of depression, to be honest with you. They, they feel depressed, they feel down, all this kind of stuff. And the doctor basically just turns around and goes, here's tablets. And, and just you know, take those and you'll be fine. Um, Kieran. Hi. Do you honestly think that tablets work for mental health? Do you think that, do you think that things like depression can be diagnosed by a doctor and given a prescription to make you feel better. See now, this is this seems like a loaded question, unfortunately, and it seems like a. Well, it's not just depression. It's not. It's, it's yes various no. different things. Like the, I, I think, mental health is such a, a vast sort of topic that I I experienced all of it. Like no one's experienced all of it. We all have our own little niche. Now I can only speak from my own personal experiences. For me, as you guys found out last week, um, like, uh, I suffer from grade one bipolar. And Mm -hmm. for that, it's very difficult to work out exactly what tablets to take. So for my life, what I did was 
this I, I started off going to the doctors because um, oh god this is really serious and down I was self-arming when I was younger um, I didn't know what to do with it I genuinely wanted to die and I didn't have any reason for wanting to I just wanted to um, if that makes sense no, yeah, and yeah, so okay. I, I knew I got to a point in my life where I had to go to my doctor and the, explain the, this the, the thing is, is that as much as we're going to sit here make jokes and, and dick about to lift the mood and all that kind of stuff there are people out there who might listen to this that who are going through help. similar things yeah. that might need the help so what I found was with mine um, they, di- they then prescribed me a series of antidepressants all different types of antidepressants on a two week or a four week or a couple of months basis try these see how they work try mm-hmm. these see how they work yeah the problem with antidepressants is if they don't work and not because it's a chemical imbalance in your brain yeah so if they don't balance out the chemical it, chemical issues in your brain they make you worse getting scientific um sorry so for most of the most of them they made me more depressed and that was a really dangerous time to be me or near me yeah um because they made me feel worse than what i was and they made me feel zombified sometimes sometimes i couldn't walk or talk i was just monged out yeah um so for me a lot of the time antidepressants did not work yeah. i had one mood stabilizer that i can't give you the name of because i can't remember it that sort of leveled me out but i did not get any highs or any lows um but what I did was, when, when I was uh, 15, I got hit by a car. And um, I was in a really, really sort of bad way. Christ, your life is just I know, it sucks, doesn't it? Um, but I met this woman whilst I was hit by, after I got hit by a car, and she taught me... Um, was she the driver? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did she, did she just take you to one side and be like, it's going to be okay? It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's not your fault. You'll have to make do with what um, you have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but she, she taught me this way of dealing with stuff internally. So what I learned to deal with was realise trigger, trigger systems and trigger warnings in my mind, and then I would then process my mind in a way in which I can deal with it and stop the potential issues from coming about in all, all their glory, so to speak. I would stop it and I'd deal with it myself. Okay. Um, that's the way I've learned to deal with it. So every day, for instance, I wake up and I have the same routine every day. And I have to do these four, five, six steps every single day to put my mind in the right place. What are those steps? So, for instance, the right steps for me is I have to, um, I, so when I wake up, I have to, so it, steps can be anything, but it sets you up for day. So mine is I listen to a certain song, then I'll eat a certain bit of food and I'll do brush my teeth at the exact same point and I'll do these steps. And it's just things that you do, but you define them as steps for the day and that then puts my mind at ease and I'll able to then control it so the reason why i talk about this is for me tablets didn't work but what i learned was i can deal with it myself my own mind and put triggers and steps in place to then stop shit from happening yeah which kind of puts me on to the point of like is there something better than just adding tablets i think mindfulness paul do do you think there's somewhere else that people can go rather than just going to a doctor so personally for me yeah. one of the things I experienced um, I got into a certain stage where it was a case of <laughs> sorry that really threw me <laughs> <laughs> I got into a case of where it was um, it was a struggle to even get up it was if there was no work if there was no routine or anything like that an achievement for me for the day was to get down from the bedroom to the sofa to lay down and watch TV for the day. I, At which point I will sit there and put on the news and I will sleep to the news. Can I be honest with you? Like, um, out of, out of the three of us, 
like me and Kieran I just and this is you know before we started doing the podcast and everything else um, we were very open we've always have been very open and all this kind of stuff you're saying things now I never knew about you and you you hide that so well do you find do you, how how did you you yeah, could have helped us no you've hidden it and, and, and did that help was it worse um, it was that very... was my beer can I apologise <laughs> uh, do you want to ask the question again so we can yeah sorry so, so um, yeah you, you've hidden you, you yeah like I said me and Kieran um, we we hold our hearts on our sleeves and, and we have been for, for many years we, we, we turn to you for help and bless it when, when you probably needed help off of us you know you, you've, you've held it all in and hidden it where did you go for help did you find it did you have to hold it in did you have to do um, so personally for me yeah things like where I can, I can provide assistance to other people um, does give me some some leeway I will, I will give you advice. I yep. won't listen to it myself, <laughs> but I will give you advice that's, and tell you how... The that's the magical like. thing of a man. We'll give great <laughs> advice. We can't fucking take it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, this was about a year ago I was, mm-hmm. I was going through this stage. And uh, <laughs> I know you can give me all the looks you want and things like that, but you know... I'm going to give you a massive hug after this I, podcast. <laughs> and personally, for me, <laughs> for, personally <laughs> for me, if you are telling me you're going through problems, you're going through problems, I'm not going to add... Oh, yeah. by the way, I, there's an extra burden that I'm suffering from that okay. as well. I mean, I'm not going to add to you. You're, you're going through enough as it is, dealing yeah. with your weight, dealing with... Because <laughs> <laughs> right. he's the heavyweight people, hitter. People that are listening, right, just to, to fucking just log <laughs> this, right, just to really sidetrack this and we'll come back. I have been dealing with my weight and it's not an issue because I look fantastic. I've got right? to say, just to butt in here for a second, he's gone on a, he's gone on a diet, this was he's looking say. fantastic. Oh, fucking just built. Um, <laughs> no, so I've gone on like a, a six-week uh, diet plan actually made from my, my work and they mm-hmm. did it for a lot of people and in that six weeks I went from about 106 kilos down to about 105 106 kilos down to about 96 kilos so i've dropped almost 10 kilos in the space of six weeks you've done very well and it's very difficult and it's it's hard but like how by the way did you do that so the people who are struggling with weight um, can... probably not the best way to be fair um so what i did was i worked out my calorie intake for the day well, very boring and i bored a lot of people down the pub by talking about it but i worked out my calorie intake for the day and what i should be taking and i was over doubling my calorie intake because yep. I was having massive meals back from when I was doing sports, back from when I was boxing and doing mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. I'd have to eat a lot more to maintain muscle mass. Yep. Um, I, I ain't doing that anymore, but I was still eating the way that I was when I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And that was the issue. So I cut down a lot of what I was eating. I ate a lot more healthy. I cut down on my drink. Yeah. Drink is a major thing. Like you don't know how much alcohol. As, as we're all sat on. here with alcoholic drinks in front of us, well, but it's is, fine. This is the reason why I drink wine because I feel like it's less calorific than beer. I, I don't know that, but I feel <laughs> that yeah, because it's berries. You can't. <laughs> you can't say that with your pinky well, being well, painted right. so, in a very okay. so vibrant red. Pinky, right. This is a. Do you stick that somewhere? This is a statement. <laughs> <right? laughs> This I'm is sorry, a statement <laughs> about men's mental health. Yes, they, no, uh, you were telling me about this. You were telling me about this. Yeah. And this is something that I did about two years ago, and I've kept up ever since. And it's um, 
I can't remember the exact campaign because it's been so long ago and so many drugs and drink have been involved since then. But it's about men's mental health, so I kept on doing it. I do it almost on a weekly basis. Plus, I'm a little bit nutty and my missus like painting my nails. And you can see the pinky on our Instagram. If you uh, follow our Instagram, you'll see my little finger, all lovely and vibrant. Um, <laughs> as well as Kieran's crotch as well. <laughs> it's very eloquently pointed out it's right behind pay there pay no attention to the crotch now are you wearing a guard of some sort you know like they're wearing cricket well like a box it's, it looks very, it looks <laughs> it's very perfectly smooth. round isn't it um, <laughs> I just have a lovely penis um, I'd say you have just one testicle in moving <laughs> very, no, that's just my moving very <laughs> s- moving very swiftly on Paul you used to work for a uh, company used to represent a, um, a company um, who claimed to have health supplements and all that kind of stuff um, and, and give advice upon I don't think um, we can name it kind of no that's why I'm, I'm saying that they, they all this kind of stuff um, d- yeah, you you did it impact your life doesn't it not saying that but do you feel like doing that helped people lose weight um, yes help Yes, definitely. Yeah. There was a lot. Of, it was always linked together. It yep. was always linked together with a spiral effect. It was mm-hmm. always, um, I lo- I can't lose weight. It upsets me. It upsets me to a point where I need advice. The advice was food, and it just the negative spiral. It was all about. So as well as people looking at diets, as well as people looking at um, giving up smoking, giving up alcohol. We didn't even think about that in the last podcast with advice know, exactly. yeah food, oh, like, food. Yeah, yeah. I love food it, it's a complete <laughs> it's a complete vice but it's not just um, getting rid of that habit it's a complete change in your lifestyle and uh, the, the whole thing around it is like a cigarette I, the moment I get to work I will have a cigarette now that change in lifestyle is the moment you reach work you no longer have that part of your routine and you go on past and from that point on you will always think back and go I really need that now because I'm missing that yeah. I'm missing out of the routine. I'm missing out of this. Yeah, I'm missing yeah. out. So food was a massive thing for people. When it came to um, dieting and stuff like that, people would say they never stick to it. Uh, I think the term was yo-yo diets or fads or things like that. So it was all about changing a whole lifestyle rather than that. So it's replacing one thing for another and saying, when I have this, I need to replace it with this. X goes to Y. And so, for instance, uh, when I do my job, instead, like I used to do my job and I used to snack whilst I worked mm-hmm. and I realised that was extremely unhealthy so what I do now is it's probably not much better but instead of having whatever snack I was going to have I'll have chewing gum or I'll have okay. um, yeah. uh, coffee so I can't knock it on the head and go cold turkey but what I've done is I've replaced it with healthier options and even the snacks I have now are a lot healthier than what they were before so rather than same same way that like well I, I with my drugs I knocked it cold turkey but same way with other vices I gave up I replaced it with other things okay well I, I, I mean if that helps speaking that, that, speaking for you know, did everyone here got to got to say congratulations? You're no longer a fat fuck. Fantastic, in the words of Luke. Yeah, you do. You do actually look phenomenal. I've got. Go, um, I've got go up, but Just, uh, just going back to this, honestly, guys. Do you do you think that um, going back to mental health and things like that? Do you think that there is a better um, 
a better way that people who are struggling with their mental health, whether it be depression, bipolar, um, whatever it is, rather than going to your doctor, is there somewhere else you can go? So the one thing I've taken, and it's, it's not it's not saying there's any advice from a government or any advice from um, a doctor or anything like that, so I, I, I can't recommend it in that terms. Uh, it was just a little bit of research I did in line, and I took a thing called L-tyrosine, Okay. And what L-tyrosine does, it improves the amino acids, it, it improves uh, your mental state and things like that. So it just helps you think a little bit clearer as part of a vitamin and supplement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and from that, for me, it just it gave me that build-up of just, there's a little bit more energy to Was things. this the herbal yeah. thing that you were talking about? Yes. We, yeah, yeah, right, okay. Yes, just, yes, the herbal thing. I, I think on a level, though, we have to be a little bit cautious in what we're saying. Like, at the moment, we don't have a huge following on our podcast and stuff, and that's cool but for anyone that is listening every mental health issue is different and every person suffering from it is different so we will never dream of telling you not to go to your doctor we'll never dream of telling oh, no. you no 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 what no, is no, right no, no 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 like any help is help if you if you feel like you if you feel like the best thing for you is to go to your doctor and for them to turn around and that, 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 okay, I'll tell you a story. Right? I got, I, I cut in just yeah, no, no, please, please, please. Um, I got a bit disillusioned with my doctor because, um, like, I was I was having some uh, some heart issues a yeah. couple of years ago, and they put it down to anxiety. And then it found out, like later on through many tests, that there was actually a, a slight defect in one of the about in one of the things, but it's nothing to worry about. But they put it down to anxiety. And Sorry, it's like uh, that, that muscle that's in the centre of your chest no, that keeps you alive, it's nothing to worry about. Don't you worry, my friend, is I just it's have a fine. Bit, I just have a bit of pain, almost like heartburn pain, but it's nothing. Okay. It's just where the heart is working just a little bit harder. You're not going to conk out in your seat no. right now, are you? Um, right, okay. So I've got a bit of dissolution. Plus, have I you went, thought about losing weight? <laughs> <laughs> I also went in there with gut problems, and every time I went to my doctor, a finger ended up in my arsehole. And that was for a whole different reason. That, was for that a also wasn't yeah. a doctor. <laughs> that, that, was, yeah, yeah. that was Amsterdam. <laughs> so I always got disillusioned with my doctor. And personally, for me, what, what helped me was my own mental strength and putting these routines, like Paul said earlier, about smoking. Mm-hmm. So on my way to work, I have set points where I have to have a cigarette. Again, that's not healthy. But that is healthy for my mind, not for my body. It sets yeah. me through the day. Okay. And these are little things that work for me. So for me, dealing with it myself mentally works so much better than going to a doctor and getting medication. But for you guys listening or for you guys here, I would never dream of telling you not to go to a doctor and not to deal with no, things. No, 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 no. Any that's help not what is good help. No, that's... That's not what you're saying, but no. I just wanted to clarify that just in case. No, no, no. Um, like, the, the thing that... Um... I mean, there were two things that really put me onto this, um, that really got me, got my goat, and, and, and kind of actually just maybe wanted to speak about it. Um, one was the fact that uh, I know, goat I know, I know. Yes, got my got my goat. Is a is got a saying. Well, who's it your Egypt. Trust me, man. When the comment section comments <laughs> upon this podcast, seen, they will turn around and say, Paul, it is a say. I've um, seen a few fellows doing some nasty things with guns. No, we don't <laughs> want to know that, my friend. Um, but the, the thing is, is that, um, so I had a family member of mine um, go to the doctor and um, basically, um, he's not very well. He can't get out. He doesn't, um, don't look at each other like that. Um, he doesn't, Okay, right. Let's Does be he live incredibly. With his stop it. <laughs> Let's be incredibly transparent. It's my father. Okay, he 
thank you. Um, <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, thank you. Um, so it's gone downhill after he opened Jurassic Park, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, he's uh, yeah. Okay, um, it's there. Um, he. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. You just got that, didn't you? It's there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically, I'm far too much for this fucking podcast. You know that. Uh, Sorry, I, I know I'm cutting away. No, 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 it's okay. So basically, what it was is that um, he went to the doctor because he um, he doesn't he doesn't work anymore. He can't work for various health reasons. Um, he had several heart attacks and all sorts of problems. Um, and basically, um, he went to the doctor because he turned around and said, "I can't get into anything anymore." He had don't <laughs> don't stop it, stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna rephrase oh, that. Oh rephrase that very quickly. So his all of the into all it, of the <laughs> hobbies. Look at it. Stop it. I bet you just lick it and you'll be fine. Uh, all of the hobbies that he was into, he can no longer. <laughs> That's very cool, isn't it? All right. Uh, we, yeah. No, go on. Go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 So <laughs> he's talking he... about his old dad. <laughs> I know exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to get, trying to be heart to heart here. It's just bang gone. Well, so, my one's bad. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a bad heart. So what are you gonna do? Um, so basically, um, it's, it, it, he didn't want to watch TV anymore. He barely wanted to get out of bed. He was just like, can't be bothered with anything. Doesn't really want to go out and do the things that he loved doing and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Jesus, anything, any, anything you could just make a... Just carry on the story, man. Did he like goats? Anyway, <laughs> Doggy, they basically... It's goating. <laughs> Has he got your goat, then? Sorry, I had to hoof that one in there. <laughs> oh, well, the puns have started, have they? I, I jumped to the second episode until somebody made a pun. Um, I know, it's a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you milk Look, it for all his way. Fuck. Right, tell your story about your dad. Look, anyway, they basically diagnosed him with depression and put him on tablets because he wasn't up for... Stop it. Uh, no. Fuck it, I'm going to stop talking. No, anyway. he, right, no, no, so no, 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 This is really important. You need to carry on. No, no, what? It's really important. Is it? Yeah. It really is. Sorry. Right, okay. So, anyway. I'm this down, okay? And I haven't drunk in a while. So, anyway, look. The thing is, is that I feel like the doctor turned around and unnecessarily diagnosed him. 100% I agree with that I will tell my story when you finish but I and I, I feel like there is something else that the doc, that somebody could have done for him rather than turn around and go take tablets you yeah. won't yeah, take tablets you'll be fine and I'll tell you this now he's not fine he's not he's not okay he's tough to talk to nowadays he's he, he, it's honestly like you call him and sometimes you're just talking to a brick wall. That's just because he's talking to you, mate. Hey! <laughs> right, so in all seriousness, with what you're saying, I completely agree with. Um, because I was working, before I do the job now... Kieran's talking, time to get serious. Um, I was working with a children's charity, and so many kids walk in with very minute problems, yeah. and straight away, I've got anxiety, I've got this, I've got that. Now, yeah. I've known a few people with actual severe anxiety... And it so impacts their life. Would you think that... Um... But they're so easily diagnosed with this. Yeah. Because it's so easy for a doctor to be like, oh, okay, anxiety, done. Have this, do it, go. That's yeah. it, done. Well, the other, other thing as well is like, um, again, going to children, because... With dads! 
with dads and we do all that kind of stuff. And it, 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 you know, my kids, he's two years old. He's definitely two. He's not one. He's not one half. Like the previous one podcast is definitely two years old. Well, he's but, actually a week older. Oh yeah, he is. Indeed. Um, he um. He's very. Sometimes he has his little hyperactive moments, and he plays up, and he doesn't listen, and all this kind of stuff. Now, certain parents might take him to a doctor, and all that kind of stuff, and be like, he doesn't listen, he doesn't do all this, and all that kind of stuff, and they'll be like, right, ADHD, he needs Ritalin. Yeah. Now, again, that's not right. No, I don't agree with that because I remember. Um, well, I don't remember this, but the story was I was a very hyperactive child, mm-hmm. which has led me to be a very hyperactive man. Yes. Um, and I, my mother, got told mm-hmm. when I was a child that this guy has got problems referring to me that he will be mugging old ladies and kicking in fucking phone boxes. And this is what the doctor told her. I actually had this conversation with my mum the other night. Yeah. Now, I am... I kind of went down that road. Never mugged an old lady, but I, I kind of went down the, the dark road as you described it last no, week. No, 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 um, no. I described the dark place as dark somewhere place. very, very further down the line than that. Well, yeah, yeah I, I went down... You get down, what I, you get what I'm saying. saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not true. However, my oldest boy, uh, who's seven, he has autism. And the only reason, like, I never wanted to take him to a doctor. Yeah. But the only reason why I did is because he was mute for the first couple of years. He would only speak to me. Yeah. And his mum. Other than that, he like you guys. You know, guys knew him. Was, oh yeah. Just, he yeah. had his. He had his. He would have his moments where we'd where he'd come out of his shell, but then otherwise yeah. it was very much like. You know, it was, it was quite difficult to maintain because, like, for instance, you saw me many times as you lived near my um, ex-missus' parents. I'd be walking him home. Just right, it just thought of something, yeah. Yeah, um, and then you'd see me having to coach him for the walk home, and the walk that would take five minutes took me and him 50 minutes for all the little things he had to do. Um, and that was down to his autism. So for that case, I'm very thankful. The doctors, although nothing really happened since then, they've just said he's got autism and then yeah. that's it. Whereas I already knew that. Because uh, one of the things that I, I, I'm, to be honest with you, you were a dad before me and I took this um, into my, you know, being a dad, you know, be, being with my son and all that kind of stuff. It's the fantastic way of coaching your child through choices. Turning around them, just being like, you can make two choices. You can be the good boy and do this, but you can be the good child and do this, or you can be somebody really bad yeah. and you're not going to get all the nice things. Well, I think this works for all, well, it works yeah. for different children, different things, but I think it works as a whole usually. Like, um, so with my oldest boy, I would be very much so, like, if he wasn't walking home, I'd sit down, I'd get to his level, I'd make eye contact, so yeah. I'd make him look at me and I'd say, right, so you've got two choices here. You can choose to misbehave, and then when we get home, you won't get this, or you, this won't happen, or this won't happen. Yeah. Or if you walk with me now and you choose to do the good behaviour, yeah. then you will get this. And it's just making children realises realise that there's consequences for behaviours. Now, with my oldest boy, I'm actually quite strict with him because I don't feel that certain behaviours are acceptable, even though he's got autism. So yeah. even though he has labelled is labelled with autism uh, as autistic, I don't believe that certain behaviours are acceptable because they're not acceptable in life. You don't use it as an excuse. No. So if yeah. you, whereas so like, other parents might. When he's he's got into fights at school or he's been naughty and it's very easy as some people do be like, oh that's because of his problems. Well no, that's not acceptable to yeah. me. He will do right because I'm his dad and I'm telling him to in, in life he can't do that and expect a way out just because of the issue. So you said earlier like a couple of seconds ago, you, you 
didn't you didn't want to take him to a doctor. You didn't no. want to you didn't want to almost accept that there was a problem because you thought that you know, you could do. Do you yeah. do you believe in the idea that tablets can solve mental I problems? Depends on the person. Depends on the problem. It's, right. it's, I I will act very political here and refuse to give a definite answer because it completely depends. Yeah. No, 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 I agree. For yep. the situations that I've dealt with myself or people around me, <laughs> that was uh, Paul again. Paul's just just <laughs> like last week, he saves his flatulence for the podcast. Um, You're going to get that a lot, unfortunately, listeners. And um, I'm not going to edit out. <laughs> um, just to let you know, I edit it. That's day him. Um, but for people that I know and people and myself, Medication hasn't worked. Okay. Because I always feel like medication is a barrier that stops your personality coming through. And personality is important, good or bad. Okay. That's your personality, that's you as a person. Show it. Yeah. Now, if you're showing negative behaviours, then you need to change that. But as a personality, you need to be you. Okay. And I feel like having medication, what it does is it just blocks that and makes you somebody else or a less sort of focused version of yourself. That's my opinion, not necessarily okay. the truth. Paul... Is there something better than medication? Do you, uh, like, from your personal experience or from what you've read or anything at all, do you honestly think that there's something better than just take a tablet and you're fine? Again, I will follow Kieran's line of saying it is very dependent on the person and the situation. Okay. It's very difficult to yep. say, you're suffering from this, you need to do this. Yeah. It is a case of trial and error, pulling yourself in, uh, whether it's routine. I think routine is the most important thing. 100%. It is simply because that's what's helped me, that's what's helped other people as well. And I mean, everyone I've spoken to has gone through this. It must have helped your daughter as well, in, to, to a certain degree, putting her in a routine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the fir- very first thing we did, you know, uh, children when it comes to sleep is a difficult thing. So and, yeah. we had set a certain program where it was like, okay, bath, brush teeth pyjamas on story read you are going to bed that is it okay <laughs> mummy and daddy want alone time go to sleep yes <laughs> mummy and daddy want to live the lives they had before yeah. <laughs> before you came along yeah. and ruined it with your parents now we're gonna go downstairs and watch something for about 15 minutes before we fall asleep on the sofa yeah <laughs> i think that's very important to touch upon as well like for me and my, my missus when the kids are in bed like my missus would always go to me and say like we need some time alone we need to go out we need to do this and I agree with her 100% because she wants to make herself look pretty she wants to doll herself up and she wants to like physically don't want to just be a mum yep whereas you know I'm cool with that but what we found is when the kids are in bed like I think she's stunned no matter what she looks like yeah she could have shit on her hands and puke in her hair and I still want to do her Um, A little yeah, as long bit, as she's oh, don't touch me. I mean, there's some levels, man. <laughs> but like, I think it's important. Like, so me and Mrs. Now, instead of going out every weekend because we have trouble with babysitters, what we do is we will put the kids to bed and we'll, while the weather's nice, we sit in the garden. We just sit in the garden, have a, gl- yeah. a couple of glasses of wine, and we are us again. And it's helpful because for me, I was up until this point, I was a dad, yeah, and I was my job. And okay. that was it. I was never myself. And yep. my missus was a parent, and that's it. And I lost who Kieran was. And she lost who Zoe was. Yeah. And it was so difficult. Do you, do you, do you get that report with that? So there is a certain degree where um, they're saying that me and that studied in the end is um, a book called The Five Love Languages. 
and Kama um, Sutra. Oh, so, hello. <laughs> no. No wonder you have such a healthy relationship. <laughs> it's every room in the house, baby. Chapter three, anal. <laughs> it, is, it is every room in the house, uh, you know, about five years ago. Yeah. How old is he? Six. Okay, it was seven years ago. But um, it is a case of. Uh, Wait, hang on. You were living with your mum back then? Yes, I know, but they spent a lot of time out of the house. I mean, I know your mum's got a lovely bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, are you almost finished? Because mummy's quite tired. <laughs> if you could stop nobbing my mum, that would be wonderful. <laughs> thing, right? um, so there's a book called The Five Love Languages, and it simply talks about how you and your partner have different languages. It's almost like speaking a foreign language. So. Yeah. Some people won't be interested in physical touch, for instance. It's, it's, an, it's my most important thing, um, you know. But that isn't just sexual. That is a hand on the shoulder. That is uh, yeah. it's reinforcement. Really, yes, isn't it's it? things like oh, that. I... But another person's will be quality time, where they will yes, want to connect yeah, with you. They yeah. don't want to sit in a room and watch TV and just ignore each other. They yeah. want to be sat down yeah. having a conversation. There's other ones, you know, get, uh, receiving of gifts, um, acts of service, like you're tired I will go and do the dishes for you and stuff like that and that was what means most to them so it's all about learning that from yeah. each other because um, I mean there are there are times when I think everyone falls under all all of those where sometimes do you know what we want a hug yes, even right. as men we want a hug from our woman mate I love a cuddle yeah oh, and sometimes you're just like do you know what I'm in bed Please go over the other side and don't try and hug me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and you know, just just, just you know, or, or they try and hug you and it turns out a bit ticklish and you're like, I'm not feeling this tonight. Yeah, you know this, what I mean? this is where it, a lot know. of um, cheating comes in and adultery and things like that is where your love tank. Please is, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's where your love tank has been emptied because you're not receiving the love from someone else. The love tank. Yes, yeah, so it's called the love tank. Um, love tank, baby, love tank. Right. Okay. Um, you wanted a song thrown into this podcast. <laughs> there we go. You managed to shoehorn it in somehow didn't you love tank. so a love tank is how much you are filling that person's love tank in terms of I'm not receiving it from you yet you know somebody else if it's quality time and you're not spending that quality time with someone yeah. but there's someone be it at work be a friend or um, just someone they know it's going to sit down gonna and, sit down and go you. I'm listening yeah, to yeah. you I, okay. I'm, I'm taking your love language and I'm yeah. giving and receiving okay so yeah, it's one of those things. Love is all about giving yeah. and receiving. Giving and, and giving receiving. and giving. That's a friend's but reference. I, you I, didn't I know that. <laughs> I really, really agree with that because I've been in, in that situation where I haven't fulfilled my love tank, and I found affirmation elsewhere. Now it's never led to anything. Yeah. But it could easily lead to other places, and you have to sort of draw yourself back because you're like, actually, I'm getting reinforcement from this stranger. Yeah, and this stranger isn't a person I care about, I, and you have yeah. to then put it back to your partner. Now, I think this is very important for new parents, because even not new parents, people with a young child, because when you have a, like I've got two under two, apparently that's a big deal. Um, but we, I've seen how you deal with them. But we lost each a, other. It, you're a pro. But me and Zoe, we lost each other in that. We right. lost each other when our youngest baby came about. We lost each other when our our first boy, the one half year old, um, came about. Because we found we each so other very focused. quickly to create the second one. Very quickly, um, but we 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 found each other physically, but we didn't find each other mentally. And it sounds really stupid, but we lost who we were as a couple. Okay. Because we were just those kids' parents. Awesome. And the last month, two months, three months. Oh god, it sounds really. Oh, Zoe, don't no, listen to it, this. But we um, we fell in love again. That's good though. We we started interacting with each other as people, not yeah. parents, and 
we have discussions about the past and we discuss about our future and not just about our kids, we just talk to each other and listen to each other. For so long we were talking to each other but we weren't really listening. Okay. And then we just started listening to each other and we fell in love again. And I, it's made us stronger parents and a stronger couple. Yeah, you see, um, for me, um, with, with my partner, um, <laughs> the thing is, is that we, we live together with her with with her parents and and or in in yeah her her granddad's house and to be honest with you finding the quality time that sex um (laughs) (laughs) it's very difficult because to be quite honest with you there's too many people in the house you're never going to quite get it yeah we we basically share a room with our two-year-old it's not gonna it's not gonna happen however what we do is we have a fantastic <laughs> blow job to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> is we have a fantastic um, relationship in the sense of all the other things of like you said the service kind of things like we do things for each other without thinking about it it just happens um, or the cuddles in bed and like I said there are some nights where it's like please don't touch me but on the other hand it's great and there are other times when it's like do you know what the boy's asleep and we've mm-hmm. got people at home mm-hmm. who can look after him let's go out and have a meal mm-hmm. and let's go out and enjoy each other's company and let's be you know a couple mm-hmm. um kieran you look like you're about to burst out with laughter no. um and that's that that's basically um how how we are as a couple is that we try to find each other through through means of just being people like she's honestly like you guys are my best mates she's my best friend this is it whoa 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 whoa, whoa because I'm no. best man right <laughs> when I'm, it happens can I be co-best man uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> we've been here like, before we've done going through the, do you want to go through a sort of podcast right I ain't got nothing to hide <laughs> um, you can tell <laughs> stop looking at my crutch but yeah like, I, I totally get it like Zoe is my best mate like my boys yeah. and my daughter are my best friends too um, sorry you guys are cool um, but I think that that's kind of at least I turned around and said that you guys are my best mates you, you, you guys are cool yeah I'm yeah. Like, oh that's cool um, <laughs> but I think, that, I think that's really important to have um, if your partner is your best friend because they're yeah. your they're your other half I mean like they're your, you're together you're a, sh- a shield and a sword like without each other you're useless are you playing Pokemon sword well, that's not Pokemon it's Zelda, mate. No, the next one, next one's Sword and Shield. Oh, okay. No, I've been playing Zelda. Okay, great. Right. It's hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's really important to have that sort of dynamic, dad-namic. Um, dad-namic! <laughs> as being best mates as well. Which you need a bell. bell. Every time that we can drop in dad-namic, we need to ring a bell. Ding! Uh, Done! <laughs> is that your bell? Uh, it sounds like that. Oh, you need bird. that, you need that, that, that the bird that we used to have in the sales office. Oh, what, Mel- Melvin Melvin the bird yeah, Melvin. yeah, yeah. I fucking hated Melvin um, I bought him as well I'm just gonna um, I'm, I'm gonna kind of swiftly segue on yeah, to segue some, segue on to something else because um, we are talking about our partners and things like that and all of our partners are incredibly strong and dominant women not in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> trying um, to get her on top fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, sorry just put it in your mouth once <laughs> just once just spit on it we'll work up to the bum <laughs> but just once no that's off the cards 100%. no I want it so anyway <laughs> um, the only reason we want it is because you fucking hate you it because you hate it <laughs> I um, 
Oh God! Oh, no. so Where are we going with this? I'm going to lose another one of my mother's children. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're getting divorced <laughs> again. So the thing that I wanted to touch on was feminism. Now, um, I I follow this um, YouTuber group called um, Outside Xbox and Outside Extra. Mm-hmm. There is a lady on there um, who has her own little page and all this kind of stuff. And um, she's very funny, very very funny. Um, she's you know she's incredibly talented. She's very clued up on games and all that kind of stuff. Which, from a man's point of view, you kind of sit there and be like, Jesus Christ, you, know, you don't find women like this, but, but yeah, very often. But um, that's to- toxic masculinity, right there, mate. Okay, right, very toxic ma- masculinity. The, the, the feminists will be onto you. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. fuck you up. We are. <laughs> we are very much. <laughs> They're bigger than you. We are very much on the precipice of a. a this is it. We couldn't be taken down before we even fucking start. But, um, here's the thing. Um, she found, finds it very hard as a... <laughs> stop it. Uh, as a comedian to break into that comedy cycle because she's a, a female. And she's been told very often yes. that uh, females are not as funny as men. Now, we all know that there are certain females out there, Joe Brand, Sarah Millican, all that kind of stuff, who are incredibly funny, very talented and all this kind of stuff. Do you still see feminism in our current society um, today? Do you, still, do you still think it's a thing? Do you see it regularly? Because I know lots of girls and women Girls are not the right way of putting it. Lots of females and, and women. Females. Yeah, females who are very hyperactive, who are very, very active on this, who are very like, oh, I, have, you know, I have rights and all this guys. Even though, you know, things got passed ages ago so that you can have your rights. I think it's. Does, about, it, does it affect you guys? I think it's saying that you see because. Uh, it's saying we don't experience because it doesn't affect us directly. Yes. I think so. It's saying, like, in the last podcast, we talked about housing and things like that. Yeah. It's saying we're passionate about it because it affects us. There's a thing going out in America at the moment where they're talking about abortion rights. Yeah. yeah. Now, the whole conversation is around why should men have a say in this? And I agree. I agree. It's like if they say. Yeah. If, if, if the Senate or, um, or Congress was. If they were think about this, because if a Senate or Congress was for those about, of you who can't see us, <laughs> Kieran is pulling the utmost of almighty faces that uh, disagrees with Paul. But carry on, Paul. But yeah, it all depends on where it comes down to, you know, and things like that. But if the if Congress and Senate were led by a fem- female majority, and they said men have to be euthanized at forty or sixty or something like that. What would you say? Euthanized is uh, not the right word, is no. it? Snipped. Snipped. Yeah. If they were yeah. circumcised. If, if, not circumcised, fuck. If, if, if a woman, or, I will re-go back on this because euthanized is a completely the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. no, 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 we're glossing over it. It's so fine. you're just going to kill guys at full. <laughs> we we, we had glossed and now you come back, but if, we're going to gloss again. If, if, say, you had to be vasectomized at 40 or 60, say, would you feel like, hang on a minute, why are they having a say? you would react in the same way of going, hang on a minute, why are they talking about what I should okay. be doing? Yeah, it's it's the same way around. Yeah. Yes, there is certain things when it comes to abortion, it is another life and, you know, uh, okay. a woman can't make a decision without a man or yeah. vice versa and things like that. Like, there's still women who get pressured into it. Yeah. There's still certain, certain aspects of it and things along those lines. Now, feminism, where it comes down to this, because it affects them so directly, I, I don't see it. But when... We were talking about equality the other the other week, 
And where it comes down to equality, they're like, um, you cannot um, treat a woman based on, uh, unfavorably. Yeah. Now, when I went to Tesco's earlier, uh, when I went into a supermarket earlier. <laughs> Other supermarkets are available. When I, when I went into a supermarket earlier, I noticed that all the cashiers were stacked with women. Yeah, you go and look at who's stocking the shelves, it's all men. Yeah. Now, is that because manual labour and customer service? What? Is that based on weight? That you can still see it. The thing is, but you, ha- you have to have your eyes open to it to see where it is. Like, how many female women drivers but are I there? That's a fair point. If you look for something, you're going to yeah. see it. If you openly search for something, you can see it now. I agree with feminism. To the point where it's equal. Now, I, yep. my partner is as equal as me. Any girl walking down the street is my equal. Regardless yep. of what they've got between their legs, they are the same as me. We are people, we are a human race, we're the same. Right? Yeah. However, I suppose it depends on where you look. Because if you search certain things, a lot of the things that hit in the media lately we- are very negative feminism views exactly I, th- I, I think the media just trying to hype up the bad yeah. so, so that you I mean like so that you... Feminism, feminism as a whole as equality between men and women is a fantastic fucking thing but the thing that we even have to talk about is disgraceful the fact that we have to talk I know, I know. It's, that it, it, women and men should be equal is disgraceful but however in the media you only get a small snippet usually of very extreme women who push equality further forward and want to have more rights and that's not feminism but that's what's being shown but I mean um, I had a point I've completely lost it um, <laughs> it's completely so, I will carry on talking carry on yeah, yeah 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 go on um, so for instance like there's the whole thing they're talking about now is uh, what they've been talking about for years is, is the 77 cents to a man's dollar this is what I was going to get right. to. You explained this to me um, the other day, and you explained it quite well. Yes, okay. I'm a couple of drinks in. Let's see if I can do it again. Right, that, okay. Just to put this out there, we don't hate women. This is oh. not. This is not us turning around. My favourite people are women. Uh, exactly. You know. Yeah. Oh. We 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 we're love. Not, against, not boys, We're not. We're not against that and all that kind of stuff. However, you explained this to me and. It kind of makes sense, do you know what I mean? It, it, it really does. So, what Kieran's about to talk about is the um, the wage gap. The wage gap, because there's a massive thing right at the moment. Now, that so women this is only, don't earn as much. This is as a general thing, but um, so there are some points, like for instance, actresses or people, celebrities. They, unfortunately, women do get paid less. But as a whole, um, so they talk about um, the I'm seventy-seven not like cents. Any more than me? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. But you're not like her, and she don't look as good as she does. <sighs> what? Um, but what it is is, for instance, you have to take into account different variables in regards to the wage gap. So um, certain variables are that men are more likely to work weekends. Men are more likely to work longer hours, um, do overtime, as they don't have. For the most part, that parental guidance that makes them think, oh, I should be at home. They, their more mindset is towards work, whereas women will take more yeah. time off with their family, which is fantastic, and more people should. Just a brief little segue. Um, do you feel, as a man, that offered overtime a weekend and things like that, that you should I'll take it? That you should take it because it, I take it supports it because your my family. My job as a man, and it's yeah. a very old way of thinking about exactly. it, is to provide for my family. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That is financially. Sorry, carry on. Um, So a lot of men will do more hours than what women do in their lifetime. Women take time off for paternity. They get their nine months to a year, whereas men get two weeks if they're lucky. Yes. You know, so all these things have to be taken into account. So what they do, by the 77 cents to the dollar of a man, is they take into account a whole view and say in a lifetime, in general, women on average will earn less. Now, that is, that that's true because women on out like in general on average work less hours work less than men and they don't pursue the higher categories now if you're working as the same job now this is where people get confused if i am a doctor at a hospital and there is another doctor completely equal with me but she's a female but she has the same credentials same qualifications we will get paid the same It is illegal to pay someone a different wage based on their gender, their race, based on anything. But does it it still happen regardless of whether it's illegal? No, it doesn't happen. Right, okay. Because they'd go to court. You'd get sued. Well, yeah, I mean... It doesn't happen. What this 77 cents to a dollar, 77 cents to a dollar, is on average general over lifespan of the average woman and the average man. It's not exactly like you and you. It's on average. And that's what we've got to remember. And unfortunately, a lot of the very extremist people say women get paid less. They don't. There has been a certain... uh, From my experience, I was at one company, which I shan't name, but one of my friends who worked there as a female got told during a conversation with the director there, uh, or was it a manager? I think it was the manager, actually, who said... You are you are doing the same as as, as uh, an elderly yeah. male to them, but you will have to prove yourself more due to the fact you're a female. But then that guy's a cunt. Yes, <laughs> yes, and unfortunately um, she Is that decided the place that we both worked. She, she decided no, it was not. Okay, it was not. It was the next company. But um, at this point, she then she then very quickly felt bullied yeah. and put and put out of the company. She was just happy to leave. She never took it further. Yeah, well, see, yeah. That, then that, that's that one guy. That is not our yes. legal system. That is not our yeah. adjudication of this country. That is yeah. one person with a stupid fucking ideology I mean, who is a dickhead. I, um... I had this conversation with, my, with my, my sister. My sister, we were talking, and she told me that she supports feminism. Now, I always like to play devil's advocate, and yeah. I asked her why. And she goes, because a woman doing a job will get paid less than a man doing the same job. And that's wrong. That's not the truth. If you're a woman working in the company doing exactly the same job as a man, on average you will be paid the same because it's illegal not to be paid that. Now, I'm not discriminating against feminism. I think feminism is a massive thing, and I think it's rightly so, for equality. I think feminism should be equality. I think anyone should be equality. But lately, in the media, and this is the media's provocation, you see unequality. So you'll see people from a minority race... You'll see a minority race be saying they deserve more than... Be, like, because I feel bad being a white male sometimes when I hear the news. Because I hear people saying how white males have enslaved people, how white males have done all this and put upon all these different people. Now, I personally fucking haven't. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we've heard has basically come from, say, the US... Like yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of this has come from the US and things like that and uh, you know and stuff like that. Do you, do you think that the US has 
and, and the current administration and things like that is, is, is not aiding, is not I, helping. I, and I completely agree. There's one subject going on at the moment. Um, there is this amazing congresswoman called um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I cannot pronounce her name, but it goes by AOC. Um, she, She's the... She has AOC! She has come in as a congresswoman for New York. She's got a, a massive position and she is ripping everyone to, to pieces. I've seen her. She is absolutely incredible. If you listen to her, the, the amount of passion and, and the things she was talking about is absolutely right. Now, the current administration, which is led by uh, somebody who is openly sexist, openly racist, o- openly but, everything. But goes back on everything that he said. Well, it's yes, fake exactly. news. You can't say that, mate, because we're fake news. Exactly. Exactly. How dare we discriminate against him with fake news? But there is a thing at the moment. Sarcasm she, from Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> she managed to make it uh, to a congresswoman, and her position before she reached congresswoman was a barmaid. She was coming out of uh, she's coming out of graduate, and she got into barmaid work, yeah. and then pushed for Congress. And she, because of the way she is and the way she speaks, she made it. And she did an incredible job doing it. There was a film on Netflix about yeah. it and things like that. I really enjoyed it, and uh, as much as I go into this. The, the wealthy corporate um, current administration are saying, if you want to challenge us, we will send you back to being a barmaid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's got down to that stage. I think this is when you've got to look at feminism. When you've got to look at feminism, you have to look at who's got the power. And when yeah. you look at who's got the power, you've got to look at who's got the money. And yeah. unfortunately, in most democracies, not even democracies, in most no, countries, who's got the power unfortunately, is yeah. white males. Who's got the money is white males. So then you have to see what system Not that we agree or disagree with it. We don't. It's, and yeah, yeah. So in that respect, I agree with feminism 100%. And we need to work on it as everyone. Not as women versus men, which a lot of feminism sometimes ends up as women versus yeah. men. We need to work I mean, as it together. We, we've been hated on the bars. And stuff like that, or, or you know, just but out and it's about. It's things like the other day. I was coming back from work, right, and there was these four four women, uh, middle aged women, and I was on the train on my way back from work, and they had a few drinks. Obviously, I didn't. I was on my way back to work, and they came up to me, and they were very, very sexually aggressive towards me. One of them was pushing themselves on me. One of yeah. them was they were like, "Oh, I'm going to come back to your house," and I, I had to play it off because I'm a fella and I'm not going to argue with a, with a bunch of women. So I was trying to make a laugh and joke of it, but they got very aggressive very quickly. And they started swearing, shouting abuse, and doing all this. Now, I know it's only a small sec, but as a man, I couldn't do anything. You can't retaliate in any way because then you become an arsehole. And I'm very aware of this. But people, other men, were looking and laughing at my situation that I was in. And I even called my missus and I said, look, this girl, she was pushing herself on me. And then when I said no... Like, I don't want to have sex with you. I'm yeah. not going to go to a hotel with you or I'm not going to take you back to my house. She started physically, like, so sorry, she started verbally abusing me. Yeah. And calling me a cunt and calling me a prude and doing yeah. this. And I told her missus, and the first thing she did was laugh. I, and yeah. I get that because it is funny. Like, because I'm a big fella, it's funny. Yeah. But I said, if this was you, love, and you were coming back on a night out or whatever, and you told me some fella came up and put his dick on your leg and said that he was going to fuck you and you had to do this. Yeah, he's going to follow you home and do all this kind of I weird would, stuff, yeah. Mate, I would be out there exactly. and that fella wouldn't be found yeah. again. Um, and this is, this is, so, yeah, feminism is important, but what I've always been pushing for, now I've, I've had uh, quite a large platform to talk about this for a fella in my stature, and what I like to think about it, I like to think of it more as a class system rather than a minority system like a, a like a um, either your gender or 
what race you are, like think of as a class system. Now, yeah. I know I came from the poorest of poor. I came from a council estate, single mother. Touched on the last week, yeah. And I know that if you had a, let's say you had a colored fella from a household that was middle class, they would do much better than what I would do in the future, given the advantages they have compared to the advantages I have. So I don't believe in racism in that way. Yeah. I believe in, in classism. A poor working class person, be it white or be it black or be it a woman or be it any other minority, would be put put down upon more so than somebody in a higher class system. Yeah. And that's what I like to focus on. I like to focus on class discrimination rather than gender discrimination yeah. or do, rather than my ethnic minority. Do ethnic you feel, though, that coming from a background where you were predominantly brought up by your mum, again, myself as well, um, where I was predominantly brought up by my mum, it brings more respect for women. By but regardless you, of at the, the issues end of it, we have. at the end of the day, that you sit there and just go... No. Yeah, my yeah, mum I have to do this because my mum did this. Very strong yeah. woman. I, I, I've met your mum, and yes, she was. In like you know, nothing she, would bloody if scary. She, if she set her mind to something, she would do it. Oh, no it, tell me about what. it. Yeah, and that was amazing to grow up. So I grew up with this, like regardless of whatever issues, I grew up with this amazingly strong woman yeah. who proved to me that no matter what you come from or what you what you are, you will achieve what you set out yeah. to achieve if you are bolshy enough and you push yourself enough. Now I've got with my missus, and she is a bolshy, and she will. She, we was working in the. Um, in the se- in the like care sector for Uxbridge with children, and she pushed herself so high because she was so passionate and so yeah. bolshy. She didn't take no. Yeah, exactly. Her. And I related to her, and not only related to her, I learned a lot from her. Yeah. She's like that now, and unfortunately, I'm like that as well. So our kids have two really bolshy, passionate parents who won't let anything hold them back, and I agree with that, and I love that. I'm gonna quickly segue from this back to our little US and politics debate it's going to be the last one that we do before we wrap things up now this has been a very um, it is, it's been a very a, the, deep the, episode the last, the last episode was apart from Paul flicking me on the dick and, and, <laughs> and, and his fart and the farts uh, and the uh, s- severe dad jokes uh, it's fine um, <laughs> not crying, I'm not crying on the inside uh, it's fine um, so <laughs> Um, I'm going to go back to, to politics and things like because at the moment, uh, where we are at the moment, it is uh, late June in 2019. Um, Britain is currently going through some severe changes with politics. Um, and we touched upon it earlier with Trump and things like that. Um, Theresa May took over from David Cameron, who, regardless of opinion, um, whether or not you liked him or not, you could actually just turn around and go, that guy's, that, that guy's a bit of a leader. Because he he just stands out. Theresa May to me doesn't, but not? that's just that's just opinion. I never felt that way with David, David Cameron. Okay, that's fine. Um, but the whole point about it was under David Cameron, we had this referendum whether we should be in um, whether we should be in the um, European Europe. Union, yeah. yeah, European Union, all that kind of stuff. A man that looks like the Grinch, like he just stole Christmas, came up and just turned around and went, no, we don't have to pay for all this stuff and blah, 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 and we can save a bunch of money um, and, and led loads of people to turn around and say, yes, vote out of, of the European Union uh, and then quickly just disappeared and now he's come back with the Brexit party. Brexit is. Um, and all this kind of stuff. Um, Theresa May's lost it. Let's be honest with you. She's, she's gone. Um, she, she's out. 
Uh, it looks like Boris Johnson's going to be next. Um, our next Prime Minister. That in itself is quite a shocking Hey, America, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> you want a you bloody thought, racist? You we'll thought, show you a bloody racist. You thought that you could have a weird leader. My God, we're going to get weird. Um, who's worse, Boris or Trump? Ooh. Oh. And that's Trump, like, Trump in fairness, it. that was actually going to be one of my little segue questions from a segue. I've gone into this head on, and we're, we're going for it. Yeah, I will, I will say one thing: Boris has the political experience and the background. Yeah, Donald Trump has literally been your capitalism corporate thing that's come out and uh, come out of nowhere and thinks he should run. But then again, people yeah. people say that uh, the reason they like him is because he's not political. Yeah, well, 1988, he first started putting feelings out about going for yes. Congress. Well, yeah, 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 can, yeah. Back, when, back see, when he first appeared like, in, like you know, uh, Home Alone uh, Two. Uh, yeah, that's when he said that. But this is a man who will openly lie about everything and will will yeah. completely yeah. dismiss anything. Yeah. The same way that. Uh, Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I do apologise. We had some technical issues there. Uh, where we actually lost about half an hour of our recording, which, funnily enough, was just nonsensical hey, political issues. There's, there's Paul and there's Paul farting again, and Kieran getting all up in the um. um so <laughs> I'm going to ask one more no, question. I just proved you were wrong. Oh well, look, it is what it is. <sighs> I'm going to ask one more question, and then we'll move on. Right. Um, and we'll wrap everything up so that it's a previous one from the previous episode. Um, we've got Kieran with me. We've got Paul with me. I'm Luke. Um, Brexit. Do you care? Well, this is this is again. You lost this this part in what we was talking about because of the fucking technical difficulties. Yeah. But we I kind of skipped from Donald Trump into Brexit. Brexit. We're talking we, about Boris Johnson. I tell you what. Let's have, let's have one more. In fact, who's worse, Boris or Trump? Now, what I was saying before when we lost it is. I understand why people voted for um, Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I personally wouldn't, but I understand it. Sorry, I didn't make this point earlier. I'll make it now. There is actually a thing on YouTube uh, called Charisma on Control. And basically... Um, yes, Charisma on Command. Have you watched it? Command. Yes, I've been on it quite a bit. Thank you very much. It's, it's great, isn't it? Yes, I love it. I, um, I really do like it. Yeah, they're sponsor us. Um, they <laughs> are, give me uh, free stuff. Give me free stuff. <laughs> um, and they did a breakdown of his uh, political campaign. Yes. It's actually really good. And surprisingly, it paint, you actually begin to understand he's not so much for numpty. No, it, it, is, it is. But again, it is simply, I will put you down. Yes, yeah, and I will, exactly. Yeah, I will yeah. put you down and I will build up myself, but even it, though it's lies in and a not very, unfactual, yeah. and then I will play on fear. In a very charismatic and a very well-presented yes. way. Uh, by the way, Charisma and Control don't just you know, present themselves with, with um, uh, Donald Trump and all that kind of stuff. They do lots of other stuff that can help you throughout any charismatic problems that you might have. Mm -hmm. Kieran, what do you think about Donald Trump and Boris Johnson? Uh, so Boris Johnson, I'm not sure what you heard um, from our last recording, but obviously Boris Johnson is now pretty much the four, like the front runner for our, yes. our political campaign here. Um, oh God, they're both dickheads, really, aren't they? <laughs> um, That's not what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sucking dick. Um, 
<laughs> um, keep it light, Karen. Yeah, keep it light. Um, what can I say? Like, Boris Johnson is what is. I don't agree with him because my granddad is a fireman. He went out on an attack and shut down many fire stations, which is putting lives at harm. So I'll always have that resentment towards Boris Johnson for shutting down fire brigades, which in I feel like is one thing that we should always, like the NHS, always promote yes. because yep. it's saving people's lives, like the police force, yep. like the ambulance service. Like anything like that, he shut it down. So I would never agree with what he says, but he is a little bit funny. Um, Donald Trump is—I can see why people voted for him. Um, he's different to any political system they've had. Same as the political system here, they're bored of the political system, which is why they voted for him because there's boredom of the political system that they face and that what we face. I—it's it, fucking hell. It's—it's it's like choosing between two turds, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I don't think either one of them is better, but. Like, let's face it, we all have these, these views, but politics never changes, really. You don't matter no, who's in true. charge, Theresa May, oh. my man, um, oh. leader of the Labour Party. My man. Um, got his name. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like... So if you missed it, things. these two are massive WWE oh, God, yeah, fans. Because, because they didn't get that in the last one. No. I'm going to bring this up because... Tut says he doesn't watch his wrestling, but this is very recent, that... Bobby David. Lashley and yeah. oh, I've forgotten his name now. Do you want to know how Donald I know Trump? that? How? Because um, too recent. Because I know that Bobby Lashley is not the fart box that Paul is. Mm-hmm. Um, is a wrestler. Uh, he was originally was it on NXT or uh, ECW or whatever it is. No, he <laughs> was right. Stop. Right. People. No, 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 no. If no, you're going to talk, no, talk no, no, right. No. He was originally on WWE years ago, and he was meant to be the next big thing. Then he wasn't that big thing. He went to Bellator for MMA because he's a fucking powerhouse of a man. He's the kind of man that if you see down the alleyway, you're just going to open your ass cheeks. It'll be easier. And then he went on to TNA, the viable back then. He became a good wrestler there. Came back to WWE. Didn't go to NXT. Went back to WWE. Right. The reason why I know who Bobby Lashley is and the fact that he is a wrestler is because on a Sunday night, I used to go to Kieran's and watch TNA with him and get a free roast. Where the fuck was I? I don't I d- remember receiving. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we both we both lived very close together, and we went and sort of met in a pub when nobody else could meet up, and was like, "We're going to talk about our feelings." Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is subject. We'll, anyway, we'll yes. Yeah, so we're going back to Donald Trump and everything else. And you were saying like uh, Donald Trump has met, uh, you know, with didn't meet with Bobby Lashley. We had a, you know, they had a little yeah. Powwow. He was fucking Donald Trump was professional wrestling. Was he? Like, he was. He was. He was. It was ridiculous. Um, I think this is a stupid question only for the fact that they're both dickheads. Really? That's my. Not Bobby Lashley. I think he's great. Um, but Boris, and, Trump and, Boris, Boris and Trump. Boris and Trump. Yeah. Right, okay. Like, what did you call him last week? Uh, Boulder Boris. Boulder Boris. Yeah. yeah he, he, don't, he don't stop. He just runs through people. I think they're both idiots, and I don't want to see either one of them running the fucking country because it's dangerous. When you have idiots yes. in charge, it becomes right. dangerous. I, f- I find it very dangerous as well. You find it very dangerous that the pair of them are running countries together. Yes. Well, along with Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Basically, well, what you're saying between the pair of you is we're verging on World War Three. And <laughs> Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong-un. It's Un now, isn't it? Or is it Il? No, I thought Un died and Il's his son. No, it's Kim Jong-un. No, I'm pretty sure... No, the first one was Il, now it's his son. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he died. (laughs) (laughs) He was very very ill. He died. Uh... Kim Jr. (laughs) Release Kim Jr. and Vladimir Putin 
they are like we know what they are we know that they are dictators we know that they are dickheads these two blonde fucks live in an atmosphere of democracy and that is scary I was going to say this earlier and I, I heard this on the radio it's a little tidbit and if you haven't heard it it's amazing so in Alabama a Ford garage uh, was doing a promotion with uh, so whenever you bought a brand new Ford you got all these little giveaways what kind of stuff one of them was a shotgun you can buy a Ford and get a free shotgun. I know, yeah. but don't worry, because everyone that buys a Ford must be over 18. Dear me. That's Dear how me. they got around oh, it. We need to do a podcast on gun control, because <laughs> we've been talking about it for hours, yeah. and I don't think there's an argument against having gun control. But hey. Um, um, uh, going back to my previous question, Brexit, do we care? I've got to the point now where I voted leave, Based on the lie of three hundred fifty million going to the NHS, and you, Kieran, voted the opposite because yeah. I believe a strong European Union would would benefit everyone in free trade and the movement of people. I believe in immigration. I believe in uh, trade, and I think it worked well. So I'm not set putting down anyone that voted to leave. Now I voted to remain. I lost. I lost. So what I want to yeah. do, and what I wanted to do from the moment I lost is to get the fuck out of Europe because that's how democracy works. Yeah. If you lose, and, you lose. Don't whinge about it. And, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, going by the three of us, I didn't vote because I'm basically Switzerland. Oh, okay, yeah, because this was cut out from the last bit that Luke didn't vote and then this is why we got into a heated discussion. We did discussion. get in a heated discussion. We're not going <laughs> to get into it now <laughs> no, because it's not really worth it. I'm running out of wine. And so, so uh, honestly, uh, do on. you... Do you care about Brexit? Is it is it still you know the the big thing that the media is making now? I have got to the point now, and I think we've gone to the certain point where the vast majority of the UK just doesn't care anymore. Yep. They, democratically, this is what we voted for. Yep. This is what needs to happen now. Uh, we need to make the best of this situation now, and okay. that's not what we're doing. Yep. Now we're just tethering it along until until something happens. Yep. You need to make the best of the bad situation yep. that it is. Um, Don't grab anyone else to drink. That's fine. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're, we're no, it's no, cool, man. No, You're good. That's fine. I think you know we're nearly out anyway. Um, <sighs> so, do you do you care about Brexit, Kieran? Not anymore. I did. I did care when it first happened. Um, like I said, I voted. Um, I really did. I was really passionate. Uh, really passionate about it. Sorry, um, but now I don't. I think what like the outcome was thirty-seven percent of people came out to vote for the last European. Uh, was it Chancellor or Council, whatever it was? Yeah. And 63% just couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm a 63 that just don't give a fuck. That's along with me. Whereas no. I, I, I did vote in that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he... That's your right to vote. Ex- yeah, right okay, to we're vote. not getting... It's your right to choose We're to not vote. getting onto that. So the last little bit that we're going to do with our, with our podcast, we're going to introduce something new. Um, we're going to try and do something a little bit light-hearted. It's top five vibes, and and the thing is, is that um, it's general opinion. If you hate us for it, then hate us because it's just what we love. Um, and we hope that if there's anything that you've not found in the top five, go and find it. You might find it interesting. Uh, also, out of uh, interest, me and Kieran do not know. You what don't the know what this is. is. Well, yeah. Kieran does semi. No, no, we're going to semi no. Because he put his fucking. I notes put the down. pad down, <laughs> and he saw the pad. <laughs> he and all put his notes down. That's why I'm going to go to Kieran after this. 
We're talking top five TV shows. They're top five. We're talking TV shows that have rocked your world, that have actually changed your opinion on something, or that you might have actually just sat there and gone, that's amazing to watch. Um, for me, I'm going to kickstart this. Number uh, one. Oh, wait, before we do it, so we can do one, 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 like one, 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 no. two, 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 or you can do all five. Well, no, 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 go on. No, 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 we'll do, it, we'll do it this way. We'll start at number five. The, 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 the lowest one, the lowest guy and stuff. I didn't number... know it had to be in order. <laughs> I thought it was just a top five. <laughs> top five! <laughs> right, go, just go, just go, just go. Let's get this um, Shit. Number five, I'm going to kickstart this. It's going to be a very weird one because I'm surrounded by lads. True Blood. Oh, you're so gay. <laughs> 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 you just want to lick vampire dick. Now, it gets, a lot of, it gets a lot of bad rep and all this kind of stuff. For those of us, I was, I was emo. I was you know, going through the goth stage and all this kind of stuff. And when it came out, I was royally in there with the goth stage and all that kind of stuff. Don't say anything. Um, and do you know what? It kind of represented the whole vampire thing very well. And there was a slight little bit of sex going on. The last little bits towards the end oh, of the last season, like. just, just, just nods. Yeah, it just, just sloped down into oblivion. But apart from that, it's actually a decent season. It's worth watching. Go and check it out, Kieran. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Holy cow! I, you went full blown <laughs> anime. anime. I love Dragon Ball Z. Loved it when I was a kid. Love yep. it now. I've recent like I've been rewatching it. Are you still going with that? By the way, they did Dragon Ball Super, which is fucking fantastic. Okay. Um, but yeah, it has to be for me. Dragon Ball Z is in my top five. I still watch it. I'm getting my kids into it. it we are very different people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a fantastic storyline of like you get all these superheroes like Superman, for instance, is a man with no limits. Goku in Dragon yeah. Z, he's a man with limits, but he finds a way of breaking through his limits, and that, that, that's resonated okay, with me. Okay, yeah, 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 and I get that. It's just, it's a really cool anime, one of my favourites. Paolo. So, number five on my list, I'm going to pick Black Mirror. Oh. Now, Black Mirror has been so incredible oh, in the way it delves, into, put that in <laughs> <laughs> it delves into all these subjects and, and shows you a reality and things along those lines about what the future presents and delving into these really deep subjects that aren't really touched similar yes. to what we're trying to do here I love the way that it's uh, technology based as well oh it's, it's, it's really it's like incredible. Uh, you know, it shows you how technology can hinder more than help exactly yeah exactly you're you're right there it's, uh, I haven't seen a, I know it sounds bad but I haven't seen a bad episode I've seen I have seen one where some, I've literally been like on, the dra- some that drag on a little bit but like the the episode um, that really got me the most was the one where he's being pressured into do things, otherwise photos get released. The, pe- the pe- pedophile one. Yeah, <laughs> that one was absolutely outstanding. You did know it, mate. You can't <laughs> right, go. Number four. Four bit. Four pint. Four, <laughs> four glasses yeah. of wine in. Where's that? Gets Larry. Because you're number five. You haven't done one yet. No, no I'm down no, to. I'm down. I'm down four. to number four. I'm gonna go with Sons of Anarchy. Oh, um, what's your number five? Wait. Sorry. True Blood. Uh, True can Blood. I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I? Um, if you do one, can I do one? If you want to pick it later, if you want to pick it later, that's yeah. fine. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Sons of Anarchy. Um, now, Sons of Anarchy for me, it was amazing. In fairness, it got it's got a great soundtrack, amazing uh, storyline to it. Um, some really compelling characters, regardless of Charlie Hunnam's cardboard acting, if you like. Um, the one thing that really let it down, and again, it's the same thing with True Blood. It slopes. It slopes towards the end. You get to the, you get to the last couple of seasons, and it just bombs. The one thing that resonated with me when you talk, 
if you talk to the producers and the guy who created the show, who actually is Otto from the mm. uh, from the series, um, is that um, he based it on a Shakespeare play, and I really like that. It's yes. a nuanced take on a Shakespeare play, and I love it. It's Othello through and through. It's just brand new. Like I said, last couple of seasons, they're not worth watching. No. Let's just move on from that. Um, Kieran, your number four, please. My number four is uh, Santa Maliki. You're not <laughs> going to be Santa Maliki as well. But for a very add much, on to it. For, well, I can't really add on to it because you took the programme and you described the programme as a whole. Now, the reason why I like Santa Maliki is because it resonated with me and it showed me aspects of my life growing up that I saw through this programme. So, the very strong mother, the... Um, the affiliation with crime and drugs and stuff like that. Now I never, obviously, never in the motorcycle gang, but there was there was a resonation of of, of Jacks, the main character, having his life, but also seeing a different life with his family and his his, his misses and and sort of in my my view, I saw him sort of torn between the two, and I sort of recognised that and saw that, and that was always a good program for me. I really liked it. Apart from like little bits where the kid got nicked or where the kid got injured in a car accident, I couldn't watch it after that like for a while. But really, really good program for me, and like I do like it. So that's my number four. Same as in fucking Sons of Anarchy. Why, why, why did you struggle with those scenes in particular? Because I'm a bit of a bitch. Like <laughs> to be fair, like when I see, I, I cannot look at kids being sad and shit without being like hit deeply. Because I look at these kids, like even in programs, like so a kid being taken, and, and straight away I, I start thinking about that in my own life and how I deal with that, and it then resonates with me so mentally that for days I can't cope because I'm thinking about what would happen if my kid got taken, and that takes over my entire life. Um, so that's why I really suffered drastically with different aspects of that program but I do enjoy it my number four is Pokemon oh, oh yeah yeah hang yeah. on wait whoa, whoa. <laughs> who gets oh yeah Pokemon Dragon Ball Z oh you fucking will so last last episode we all admitted that we love Pokemon so I just yeah. love Dragon Ball Z a little bit more so my, my thing about Pokemon is the creator was autistic mm-hmm. yes I yeah. was told he would, he would never accomplish anything and wanted to develop this world so my my bringing into it as as a child, it brought down the social barriers. Um, kids you'd never speak with before, you'd be able to trade Pokemon cards, you'd be able to battle and things like that. It advanced into your Game Boy game where people were talking about it and yeah. playing it and able to interact that way. It's gone to Pokemon Go, which involves friends. It's just carried on into the little uh, to a bit where my little one now watches it and is involved with it and really enjoys and it. And you can relate it, and yeah, get involved. Throughout the ho- yeah, throughout the whole of life, it has stuck there and it has always involved this social aspect to bring people together coming from an auti- from, 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 from someone from suffering an from aut- autism. autistic kid that basically decided to go and catch bugs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it, it, it's come from such Lovely. a small world. You, it's a brilliant story. Do you have to do what I had to do with Kieran, which is coach him through the games? <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to coach you, Izzy through the games? You told me what to do. and You, you ignored wrong, everything. And then I ended up smashing it. And now I've got an amazing team where I just power through it with one-shot kills I'm all not, the way. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Kieran, uh, sorry, Tooks, you're number three. Uh, my number three is going to be a TV show called Mindhunter. Mindhunter? I don't know this one. Now, it's on uh, It's on Netflix. 
Um, it's so far it's one series, um, and basically it is um, a TV show based back in the seventies, uh, which starts off. I, wait, it could be seventies, might be eighties, but basically it starts off something called um, uh, the the FBI have got this uh, Bureau of Investigation, which is based around criminal behaviour and this one is basically people studying serial killers and they go and they um, visit various serial killers and all that kind of stuff and they um, they, 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 they talk to them they, they basically um, you know, get to understand what they're like why they why they did what they did and all this kind of stuff um, it's got a guy in it um, who was uh, it's got a guy in it who was loosely kind of um, it, who not loosely he, he's based around a, a real serial killer and all this kind of stuff but he does it so well the guys interview him are fantastic um, it's, it's, it really makes you think and some of the stuff that you see in it is is kind of harrowing and it actually happened um, it's a it's a dramatis it's it's dramatized from something that has has happened in real life but it is it's brilliant it's so well done um i i, I hope they're bringing that out for a second season because if they don't they're, they're honestly missing the trick uh, so my number three um so we're gonna have to speed things along a little bit because we're dragging on a little bit but my number three would be only fools and horses mm-hmm. um epitome of british comedy like yep. i love british comedy there was a few things that we did and actually another thing that um came around the same time and would be in the same category as this would be my number two but only fools and horses yeah fantastic program such a good laugh Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that wasn't the, thing the funniest is, bit. That wasn't the funniest bit by a long shot. Um, but There's so many. You, it's like, one of those David shows. David Jason pick. is an amazing actor, and he was so good in this program as Del Boy. Yes, and yeah. it's one of those programs that you could just have on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you could just watch. It could be in the background, and don't matter how many times you watched it, it could just be in the background, and it's fucking fantastic. So that's my number three. My number three is also a comedy. It's Family Guy. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Now, Family Guy uh, has been that mainstay that has changed the way we view things. Starting in early 2000s. It's pushed the borders. It's opened it up into a new world. I got to admit from a viewer's perspective and things like that, the early stuff's kind of tough to watch. You have to, yeah, you have to, break, you have to, yeah. you have to really stick with it. Only because we know the old, the newest stuff. I know. And then when you, and then when you get past that third season, you get to season four, Yes, that breaks boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. Was that when the after they, they got cancelled and then came back on there? Yes, yes. yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Where it started from the yeah. FCC episode. Yeah. Uh, so it's your number two. Um, number two. I'm gonna go with something different. Um, as much as you've both said, you know, comedies that I could could, you know, very you are much a very like depressing soul, stuff. So, uh, uh, I'm gonna you? go with Stranger Things. Ooh. Now, see, I didn't think this was as groundbreaking as people said. I now, never saw it. I could never work myself up to watch okay. it. Um, for a show that is based um, in a in a in an era, um, you, know, you know the eighties and things like that, or the seventies and eighties, and it does it so well, and it represents that so well. It's I'm not a big fan of horror. That's the mm-hmm. that's the that's the thing. I'm not a massive fan of horror, but the fact that I can sit there and watch it and and understand it and actually enjoy it mm-hmm. is something that I really liked. I hope it keeps going and I hope it doesn't do 
the Sons of Anarchy, the True Blood, yeah. the you know, various different things, where it just slumps at the end. We're into season three. I think we could be milking a cash cow. It might be worth kind of killing it off in season three, but let's see what happens because it, mm-hmm. it could be amazing. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I really didn't think it was as groundbreaking as it was. I thought it was a lot built up. Um, I thought The Haunting of Hill House was better. I haven't watched it. If you, if you no, have, I have, to, it, I have I to sit down and watch that. I would admit. Yeah. So this is one of the programs that my missus Zoe she watched when I was at work. Yes, yeah. So I never got a chance to watch it because she's already seen it, and the only time I'd get to watch TV is when she's there. It's, and obviously, I won't let her. It's watch got it a lot. In. It's got a no, lot of. It, it, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's got watches. <laughs> it's got a lot of young actors in it yeah. that do it so well. We, you know, when you see mm-hmm. young actors in it, sometimes you're like, Phew. it's one of those programs yeah. I want to watch, just haven't watched. Go on, him. Kieran, you're Kieran. number two. Porridge, fantastic. See, porridge. I, I absolutely Jesus. agree with you. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the same route as I did for Rolling Falls and Horses, but I, the porridge. You guys just... are going old school. I'm thinking like mm. actual TV show. You're going comedy old well, because school. I've given up. Like I was going to do Game of Thrones and stuff, but I've given up on Game of Thrones. You don't want to watch it. I do like it, but yeah, porridge. I like it. The same sort of era and stuff as Only Falls and Horses. Unfortunately, Only Falls and Horses did a thing where they went too far. Like, so they got the money, they lost the money, and they just kept on doing, like, Christmas that, specials. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that ruined it. It ruined yeah, it a little yeah, bit yeah. for me. Whereas Porridge, I thought there was more dynamic to it, and I thought that after the third... Even they could have ended it on second. Did you watch Going Straight? Going straight? Yeah. 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 You okay. know, but I think Porridge, for me, is another one of those ones I could just fucking watch and watch and watch. In mm-hmm. fact, the first time I watched it was... Um, so I, I spoke either in this podcast or last week, I remember, about having the dodgy heart. And I had yes, a... Yeah. Um, what they described as a mini heart attack. Yes. Um, so I was off work for a while and I couldn't even walk because it would make me out of breath. Yeah. And I laid on the sofa and I just binge watched Porridge while my missus was at work. Yeah. And it just made me feel better and Porridge has always stuck to me for that. Um, so yeah, Porridge cool. for me is my two. Number two. Number two, and it's, it's, it's really frustrating because I agree with you, but number two is Only Falls and Horses. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, personally, yeah. I, I do get the bit where you say it went downhill um, after they lost the money and stuff like that, and they did bring it back where that I little, yeah, little yeah, bit that with David Beckham and yeah, but that one, that one part of it's still yeah. them, isn't it? It is still them, but I, I love the fact that they were able to touch on things such as miscarriage, and they done it so so you well at well. that time. And I, I remember there was a scene where um, they were talking about all the producers were walking around panicking because nobody was laughing. And John Sullivan turned around to him and went, no, they're crying. Mm. And you go, this is, we need to touch on this sort of thing and bring it yeah. like that. Because it went from that level and touched on that, I think it just shoots over Porridge a little bit. Porridge was brilliant, and I absolutely loved it, and I watched it again recently. Yeah. But it didn't delve into those subjects a little bit. No, it, it didn't. It delved into the mental health a little bit, yeah, where um, the bloke was up on the roof. But apart from that, it, um, I'm sur- I think... Yeah. I'm surprised you're not putting things in, like, um, bottom. So bottom was brilliant, but it, it's just slapstick. See, it I is, didn't really yeah. appreciate bottom. I appreciated bottom's live shows. Bottom where live show did, was incredible. Where look at it shit sweep. wrong. Look at it sore. Look <laughs> at it getting the prop man sacked. <laughs> so that's the stuff I, I preferred rather than bottom myself. Right. Um, to, well, number one. Come on, you know what the number, number one is going to be. It's Game of Thrones. It's the biggest TV series that has ever been and ever will be. Regardless of whatever you think of the last season. It's such a normie. I know, I know. Regardless of whatever you think of the last season, and to be honest with you, looking back on the last season, it had its ups, it had its downs, as as that certain other podcast would you know, go and do. Yeah. Um, 
Simon Miller. Why? Here's why. Why? Here's why. Massive arms. I mean, <laughs> the the amazing battle scenes. Start. I mean, honestly, I think I could go and rewatch the Battle of the Bastards over and over and over and over again. It's the best. It's the best fight scene ever. Even better than the fight for Winterfell. Even better than the fight for Winterfell. Because yeah. the fight for Winterfell, you have this whole thing of it's the dead and and you know if they lose that's it you're done whereas if it's you know the battle of the bastards they might get captured you never quite know what's going to happen it's a political drama you've got this whole politics behind it, it it's it's massive and it's tu- it, it what about the loot it's touched everyone what about the loot train <laughs> just where? like luke <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. what about the loot train where it was your first time of watching a war of people mm. you both like on both sides um and you didn't want people to die yeah but you say it's the first time that you watch a war with people on both sides that you both liked you had um, going way back in the day for season 2 you had the Battle of Blackwater Bay so so Davos oh, was involved yeah, in that I didn't, I didn't particularly care I didn't for Davos really, or Stannis yeah. oh come on Sir Davos, Davos is amazing right go on Kieran right um, number so 2 number was, 1 sorry there was three contenders for number 1 two of them already been done I think you're going to go with um What's that? Fist. What's that? Uh, Sopranos. Oh, Nobed. Unicorns. Uh, Did you say it out loud? The P- New Day. Peaky Blinders. Oh, fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's four. Wait, is that four then? Oh, no. Right, so it was going to be it was gonna be between um, Game of Thrones. It was going to be between Family Guy. Pick something that I And it was going to be between uh, Rick and Morty. Oh. Now, I oh, yeah. love Rick and Morty. I fucking love Rick and Morty, but I've completely, like... I've completely forgotten it has to be Peaky Blinders. It has to I be know, Peaky I, Blinders. When I said that, I yeah, knew I, can't believe I, I knew that. that that would have swayed yeah. you because the amount that you've tried to persuade me to watch it, yeah. and I I like it, I just can't get over no. the Brummie accent. My half-brother is from Worcester. He speaks with that accent. It drives me insane. I can't talk to him for more than five See, minutes. I love, I love the other shows, and actually Rick and Morty was going to be my number one because mm-hmm. I fucking love I Rick and Morty. I got you into that as well. Mr. Beasties. Well, I told you to watch that. You weren't going to watch it. I love it. I, 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 honestly, it's and amazing. I love Rick and Morty, but thinking of it now, thinking of Peaky Blinders and the way that it's impacted on so many different things, and like you have, a, you have a guy like Tom Hardy coming to Peaky Blinders, an amazing actor, yeah. and in the first time he's there, he outacts everyone, but in the second season, everyone ups their games. And in the, in the fourth season, or um, the later season where they're fighting the fucking Mafia, and you don't know what's going to happen and your heart's in your chest like beating out of your chest every episode you're like oh my god they're going to kill Arthur See, that's, that's or they're going to do I, something that's how I felt I didn't the feel the that I didn't and feel all that, that with, you know. even though like they made a point in, in Game of Thrones of killing Nedda off early I always didn't feel that fear but with with what, Peaky, Jon Snow, with Jon Snow, I didn't feel that fear. I always knew he was going to well, like when he, like when he died and then came back. I, I didn't. I, no, I didn't even feel that. I didn't. Yeah. I always knew he was going to come back. Same as the guys in the fucking war. I knew that was going to happen. Like I knew certain yeah, things. Yeah. I didn't have that fear. But when, in the last season, where I was like Arthur could die any second, Jon they killed in the first episode of season four. Yeah. Like it got me, and so my number one has to be Peaky. We shall put. Is it too late to shout spoilers? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nothing this happened. Paul, go on, number one. My number one is Jane the Virgin. No, I'm joking. It's Game of Fuck Thrones. Off. I was going to say. Oh. It's definitely Game of Thrones. It's just... 
there's nothing like it. Game of Thrones might be my top five. There's absolutely nothing yeah, like but, it, and you know it. Like, yeah, but, I love Game of Thrones. I no, no, no. Love it, Here's but. the thing: the whole point about it is that we're supposed to talk about multiple different things. That yeah, and, and the fact that we we picked the same is fine. Yeah, you know, we're not <laughs> we're not saying that you don't love Game of Thrones. It's just that you know. Uh, yeah, I, love I, just, of I just think the the way it brought people together in terms of you go to work. When's the last time you went to work and everyone's talking about the same thing? Yes, yeah. exactly. It was that yeah. sort of thing. Again, it's similar to Pokemon. It's that social interaction, but similar it was just, <laughs> nobody. Yeah, nobody sitting there talking to the water water fountain like, oh, yeah, just watch the latest episode of Pokemon. When you fucking <laughs> say right, waft. There we go. We have our top five. Right. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna end this uh, dynamic podcast it's been way overrun we're now into a whole nother episode we're going to try and upload this um all yeah. in one piece and, and get this all in one in one rack i don't um, know how i'm gonna do it I we'll, we'll work it. it out and if there are any technical any technical issues um please bear with us because this is this is all young we, okay. we're all getting new to this we're breaking us in like I'm a virgin. You know, you're being fingered lightly and, and, and then all of a sudden it's just being thrusted upon you. That's what Dad wow. does. Are we Bill Cosby? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying we finger virgins? Well, you know, we've all we're been there. Like we've all been there. No, I haven't. You've never fingered a virgin? No. Right, this is a, <laughs> Wait, this is a topic <laughs> for another time, my friend. You was Thank you very me. much for joining us <laughs> on Dad Namic. I like to My name's folks. been Luke Lyons. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Kieran, say goodbye. Bye. Paul, say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Oh, make sure to fucking follow us on our Instagram page. Dadnamic at Instagram? I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at, tech Dadnamic, savvy. D-A-D-N-A-M-I-C. At Dadnamic on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to ask any questions or want to send us any fucking emails or whatever, we have an email account. At it's dadnamic at gmail.com dadnamic d-a-d-n-a-m-i-c at gmail.com guys just to put this out there as well if you have any burning questions ah, that you want us to answer <laughs> if you want us to touch upon any subject that you might have in your heart and all that kind of stuff let us know we're happy to help in any way that we can thank you very much for joining us have a good day face <laughs> <laughs>